Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my friends, Simon Miller from What Culture Here, and everybody stand still and get ready for it, because AEW Double or Nothing is coming. I know I talk about this a lot, but I just can't believe it. It has been three years since All Elite Wrestling was birthed into this world, and I don't understand where it went. However, it has all built to a peak here, because we have a ton of matches. So you know what we do. We think about it, we become nerds, we become geeks, and we predict them, and you're going to do the same in the comments. And whoever wins gets a prize of love. I don't know what a prize of love is, but it sounds good. Let's go. So we shall start with the greatest wrestling match to exist in the history of wrestling and the history of man. Hookhausen taking on Mark Sterling and Tony Nese. And I am not kidding. And surely this is the easiest match to call since we have been doing this stuff. Because I tell you, I swear. If AEW decides to have Danhausen and Hook lose, I am going to go on Twitter and I am going to moan. Now, admittedly, this is a massive waste of my time, but I'll have to do something because I'll be mad. And I would even use a hashtag. And I know, I know, but Danhausen doesn't make any sense, Simon. They don't explain the character. I don't care. I decided this weeks ago. I am all in for goofy wrestling right now. So much so. If a weird genie walked into my home at this very instant and said, Simon, you have to get rid of serious wrestling forever in order to keep goofy wrestling, I'd probably agree. You should also be very careful saying that stuff because you'll absolutely get cursed. And let's look at the nice side of life here. This means that Mr. Very Nice and Very Evil is over his leg injury. And it also means that we can get a hot tag for Hook. Now, I may be misremembering here, but I don't think he's ever had a hot tag, at least not on television. These are the things I need in my life. I mean, I'm getting old and one day I'm going to die. I also think they should be so dominant and they should run wild to such a degree that we can start saying, well, maybe they can go after the AEW Tag Team Championships. And once again, I 100% mean it. Also, I don't mean to leave them out here, but Mark Sterling and Tony Nese will also do exactly what they need to do. Those guys just get it. So Hookhausen is going to be victorious, but we're all going to win. This is going to be great. And speaking of championships, we are also going to have our TBS title defended as Jade Cargill takes on Anna Jay. My word, this one came from nowhere. I do like that it's made the pay-per-view, though, because you do want your championships defended on these big shows. And also, let's look at it from the humanistic point of view. 
As we know, Jade Cargill has only had 32 matches and keeps getting better and better. And everybody also forgets that Anna Jay is basically a child. She's like nine years old or something, but she is such a damn good wrestler. Just think where they're going to be in a few years' time. The only problem is, is that without a proper bill, which this has not had, and the fact that if Jade Cargill did lose, it'd be one of the worst decisions that we've seen for ages, I don't think this is going to have a lot of heat because we're all just going to sit there going, well, obviously Cargill's going to win gonna win. I mean, if you were gonna pull a swerve here, you should at least have planted that seed. So we're all there on tenterhooks going, oh my gosh, this could be the day. I don't really know where you put this in the card, and you could even make an argument maybe Cargill should just run through Anna Jay, although that also feels like a waste of time. So maybe something else is brewing here, but I can't see it, mostly because I'm a moron. Jade Cargill is absolutely good. Given AEW only has a handful of pay-per-views too, all of the gold will be on the line. We are going to get the Jurassic Express, the tag team champions, taking on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, who are also taking on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oodalale. It also puts the tag team champions in massive jeopardy because there's two teams they have to contend with. And if you have been watching my prediction series for a while now, you already know what I have to do because I can't not do it because eventually it is going to happen. And if I don't make the prediction, I am going to feel like an oath. So as I do every few months, I am saying that yes, this is the evening where Christian Cage will turn on the Jurassic Express and in turn cost them the tiles. I suppose it also works here because it means come Dynamite, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy can focus on Christian and they don't have to worry about the fact they did just lose their belts. Although I do admit this doesn't really feel like the time because once again we haven't been going wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I just made my point. If I miss my window just gonna be a sad panda. This also ties into what happened on Dynamite a few days ago, because do not forget Swerve Strickland got the win and Ricky Starks took the loss in that triple threat match. So I now have a feeling, coming out of Double or Nothing, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs could be the brand new Tag Team Championship. And I processed this, I put it through my brain, Makes me excited. Ultimately, though, once again, though, nobody is going to lose here because, I mean, even the singles triple threat match was awesome. So when you add in three other guys who are superbly talented, I'm looking forward to this, it could actually steal the show. And yeah, I've gone big here. I've gone proper geek. Christian is going to turn heel. It's not going to happen. But the biggest one is that Rick and Will will get the W. And then things are going to go nuts because it's the anarchy in the arena. Now, I'm sure this is just going to be Stadium Stampede without having the need for a stadium, but we are going to have the Jericho Appreciation Society taking on the Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. So if you have been holding a bunch of money because you want to make a sure bet, time to cash it in. So we are going to get blood, we are going to get violence, we're absolutely going to get biting, to the point that if we don't, some people, rightfully so, are going to be upset, because this is exactly how it has been advertised. And up to this point in the three years since AEW has been in existence, every time they've hinted that they're going to do this, I'll be honest with you, they went even further than I imagined they would. It's also quite tough to call because both factions are kind of new, so that begs the question, who should lose? Because if the Jericho Appreciation Society are defeated, you're like, well, that's not really working out very well. But the Blackpool Combat Club should not be losing until they have been tag team champions for around about 56 years. Ultimately, though, there are dudes on either side that could take the pin here, and it wouldn't really matter because they've taken a back seat during this program. For example, Daddy Magic or Cool Hand Edge. But the reason I don't want them to have their shoulders pinned on the mat is because, yes, down the line, I want them to be tag team champions as well. 
I mean, they kind of the most two entertaining dudes that are all arrested. Admittedly, Santana and Ortiz would also fit that bill, but once again, surely they need to be making their way to the top of the mountain at some point too. So that's why I think I would go the other way, even though it's going to be totally redundant. Because when that bell rings to signify the match is over, I think we're just going to sit there all slack-jawed because we essentially just watched 10 people trying to kill each other. I am going to pick the good guys though and I even think that Eddie Kingston could actually get the pin over Jericho because then you could spin back off into that one-on-one -on -one feud and then Jericho eventually gets his win and maybe you could continue this on and even do a blood and guns match. I don't know how you top this, I have no idea. But it would build to a third encounter between those two. I ain't never going to have any problem with that. I also want to make it very clear at this juncture that I don't think this is going to be the match card but we are also going to have the House of Black, who are over here, taking on the Death Triangle. Now, I'm going to say this a lot during this video, but come on now. It's another one that could steal the show. In fact, it could be so good that it could be one of the best six-man tags we have ever seen. Because we have seen variations of this before. The difference now is that Phoenix is in it. And as we know, Phoenix defies gravity. Phoenix isn't of this planet. He is some kind of wrestling alien and he's just so damn good. I mean, I'm not even gonna bother making notes during this one because it's just going to be so fast. And I tell you, you keep an eye on the fact and you wait until Buddy Matthews and Phoenix are in that ring together. I have this funny feeling deep down in my tum-tum that they are going to do something crazy we're all going to lose our lives. Also, everybody is at the top of the game at the moment, which does confuse things a little bit. But I would give it to Malachi Black and his friends because they are an awesome group. But the one thing they're lacking is wins. It also means you could do a round two with this. And I know, I know, it's been a little bit lackluster in the build doing everything to do with Phoenix's injuries and Pac's travel issues. But let us not worry about that. It's about what we do in the present, about what we enjoy today. And I am so pumped for this. I think it is going to be brilliant. And I'm giving it to the House of Black. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Which is the same for Wardlow versus MJF. We have arrived. Do not forget that this has been three years in the making and the hoops that we have gone through to get here. I mean, Wardlow got fired, Wardlow was banned from the shows, Wardlow got whipped, Wardlow had to face Joel Spears, Wardlow had to take on Big Cass, and finally, finally, he now gets to take on his old employer, 
just so happens to be a massive dick. I mean, it's like a proper Mortal Kombat board and finally Wardlow has got to Goro. And some people out there are going, oh man, we should do a swerve here. No, no swerves. Let's keep it simple. Somehow, and I didn't even see this coming, Wardlow is now kind of the second coming of Goldberg. And that has been so organic, I think we should tap into that. Especially because in the last big match FJR had, it was a prolonged one with CM Punk. So now go the other way and do something short. Wardlow gets in the ring, he powerbombs Maxwell Jacob Friedman 92,744 times, and he just pins him. Because I tell you, coming out of that, everyone's going to look at Wardlow and go, man, you're such a star. So I really don't mind if this goes less than five minutes especially because it sends a great message out there. Don't be an asshole. Don't piss people off because they will find you and they will punch you in the face. So Wardlow wins. He barely breaks a sweat. And then we take all the energy we have in trying to make him a bigger star as possible. I mean, we are coming into the period where Wardlow could be a genuine AEW world title contender. That makes me excited. Sooner or later, too, you know that these guys will cross paths again, and it's then when Maxwell can get the win, and maybe he even beats Wardlow for the world championship because the call back there. But once again, we are focusing on this May date and nothing else. Wardlow has to win. Anything else would be a little bit dumb. The Owen Hart Cup will also have to be sorted on this evening. And as of me talking, we do know the men's side is going to be Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe, and the women's is going to be Britt Baker versus either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander have to film this before Rampage, otherwise it will never happen, so we will start with the blokes. Now I know a few people are a little bit disappointed because they think that some of the AEW pillars should have got to the finals here, and I can understand that, but let's also not forget that we're about to get Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, a match that I genuinely don't think can be bad. I also think that it has to be drowning in nonsense because as per the story, why would Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt just sit in the back going, well we don't care if Samoa Joe wins this thing, when for the last few months they've gone out of their way to make his life a living hell. Now this is going to be difficult to pull off because a lot of people are invested in this tournament and therefore want something a little bit more cut and dry. But it would achieve two things. One, it would refocus all this Ring of Honor stuff. But also two, it would allow Adam Cup to become the inaugural Owen Hart Cup winner. And I think that's massively important because don't forget he lost to Orange Cassidy. And he lost when he was trying to dethrone the Hangman. And clearly AEW sees him as a massive star. So if you give him this... You can ride that wave. A warning though, if my nerd senses are correct, you are gonna get some shenanigans in this, but ultimately Adam Cole will win. And now we move on to the women's side, and as I've already told you, we're gonna kind of play a bit fast or loose with it here, but it doesn't matter, because I thought about it, and I decided Britt Baker's gonna lose. This may also be why Cole gets the nod in the other match, but surely this has to be the night where Baker's cheating finally comes to a head. Hell, you could even pull the trigger properly and have Jamie Hayter go, sorry, Britt, I ain't helping you anymore, so that when we do get to the television after the pay-per-view, we have a brand new feud. It also means Ruby Soho would get a huge victory, or Chris Statlander, if she does surprise me, but either of these names would be totally fine, because they are kind of in odd positions at the moment where they need a fire to be lit up under their ass, and do you know a good way to do that to go, hey, they just won the Owen Hart Cup. This is also just simple wrestling maths as well, because then one good guy would win and one bad guy would win. And again, with the female version, don't forget the winner may even go on to have an AEW women's title shot, which is very handy because that's on the line as well at Double or Nothing, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Now, we all do agree that this build has suffered a little bit because all the segments on television have been a little bit rushed. I would have appreciated them having loads more time. But we seem to forget that Thunder Rosa is a terrific wrestler and so is Serena Deep. So if they do anything except for have like a four-star match, 
but I would actually be surprised. It does leave us with another problem we've had throughout the evening in the sense that Thunder has only held this belt for a little while. It's great when she got rid of Nyla Rose, he was like, oh, I've slayed the beast. But if she comes up against Dean, which is only her second title defense and she loses, Everyone's just going to be like, well, that was a bit crap. That didn't last long at all. However, the reason this comes into our field division is that Serena has so much momentum right now, you can kind of feel it in the air. Maybe it would be the time to make her the chance. So kudos to AEW to getting me to another point where I am completely stumped, but I do have to plump for Thunder Rosa, basically given everything I've just said. It almost feels like we're only starting off with this here, and we have the potential to make it so much bigger, but if we pull the rug from underneath it... I don't think we're going to get back. So what we should really do is use a win over Serena Deeb in order to promote Thunder Rosa, and then Serena can come back at whatever point makes sense. I mean, you could even include Dustin Rhodes here, should you want. I wouldn't do that, especially the way I booked this card. There is way too much silly stuff going on, but I've thrown it out there. Point is, once again, giving it to Rosa. In case you needed some matches that were discussed heavily on Reddit five years ago, <laughs> we've got the Hardys versus the Young. Now, once again, the build to this has been a little bit odd because it's just snuck up on this, but I do kind of understand it. I think AEW went, we don't need to do anything here. We have the Young Bucks and the Hardys, two of the greatest tag teams ever. All we got to do is put that on a marquee and people are going to tune in. And damn it, they're right. This is likely Jeff and Matt's last big run too, which is when the big question comes in. What exactly are we trying to achieve here? Like, is this a nostalgia run where they're going to take on all these teams and they're going to lose in order to elevate them? Or are we going to push them to have one last tag team title run that everybody that was around in the late 90s could be like, oh my gosh, they've done it. And both are fine as well. I don't think it matters. You just pick one and you run all the way to the races. And also it doesn't matter if Matt and Nick Jackson lose. They are so good right now. They are bulletproof. Like you could do whatever you want with them and they just come out the following week and everyone goes, ah, they're back. The only reason I'm going to pull a 180 here though is that I don't want this to be a one and done. I would like this to be one of those feuds that actually gets prolonged, which is why I would give it to the Young Bucks because then the bad guys win and the good guys have to get their revenge, which means we can do it on TV, we can do it on a Saturday Night Special, or we can wait to the next pay-per-view just something I want to see a lot of because again the clock is ticking. We also have all that stuff with the undisputed elite brewing underneath the surface but once again if they do get involved what have I done here? I've turned into Vince Russo so let's just move that out the way and ultimately I think this is going to be great. Too often people go ah so and so is too old. Oh yeah you wait and see what they're gonna do. Still giving it to the bucks. Which brings us to our main event. You've been waiting for it. Here's my big prediction. Shrug emoji. I have no idea. I mean, there's just so many upsides all over the place. If CM Punk does become the AEW World Champion, you've basically just coronated the biggest star in the company, which does make sense. But if Hangman Adam Page holds on to his gold, he can then walk out on Dynamite and go, uh, by the way, do you want to run down the people I've defeated? Brian Danielson, gone. Kenny Omega, gone. Adam Cole, gone. CM Punk, gone. And then even the most casual fan has to go, this guy's pretty good. The big change here is what happened on Dynamite when the cowboy was all like, look, punk, I know what your true intentions are, and I'm trying to protect AEW from you. And this has now become a theme with CM Punk, as MJF said it to him, and so did Eddie Kingston. So now I've got this rumbling in my tum-tum that CM Punk is going to win, and then pops up on TV, and he does that line where he says, well, I looked in the mirror, and I asked myself, am I the good guy? And the answer is no. And then I'm going to have to melt down because that will be the coolest thing ever. You also have to ask the question, is Hangman acting like this because all of his anxiety and apprehensions are back? So what a flipping match this is going to be. Look at the layers we have already discussed. 
And I even talked about the damn match. It's also another one of those moments though, where you try and feel if it's the right time to take the championship off Hangman Adam Page. And I don't think that it is. But simultaneously, I also think that giving it to Punk would be the greatest thing that you can do. So that's why we go back to the shrug emoji. We are literally in the middle and just spinning around like a dog chasing his tail. However, I have now convinced myself that Punk is going to start walking down this heel road a little bit. So I'm going to say that he is going to win. I'm not going to say there's any cheating here or any more shenanigans. I've done enough of that. But there will be something to make your eyebrow go up and tie into all this stuff that Punk's been going, saying, oh man, it's not personal, it's just business. Because when you sit down and think about it, what does that even mean? So I do think this is going to be absolutely terrific, and yes, I am saying, what, nine months, whatever it's been, since CM Punk returned to wrestling, he is going to become the AEW World Champion, and I'm pumped for this, I don't know, there's just something in the air, and it is going to rock. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.